Awesome. What's up, guys? How are you? Man, we are on day two of Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Um, coverage is coming. Um, obviously, I'm recording these episodes um, early. You know, today's actually Tuesday, the, uh, September 7th. But you guys are hearing this on Friday. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed day one. Um, you know, I'm sure Breaking Benjamin and Hailstorm and Day to Remember all kicked ass. Um, I was there probably somewhere in the crowd. I <laughs> know uh, I was definitely there in the crowd, but I have no idea what it sounded like because it hasn't happened yet. But you guys know how it was, and I'm hoping you guys enjoyed it. So let's keep the momentum going. Day two is upon us. So you know what? We got some time until the bands get on stage about 12 o'clock. So you know what? Let's listen to some more of me rambling with another fucking band. Now, shall we? Welcome, everybody, to Suck It. I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Prince of all that is awesome, Derek. How the fuck are you doing today? September 10th, day two of Blue... I cannot believe we're here. I mean, you know, we just aired uh, the episode from yesterday with the band Citizen Kane um, on day one, and now we're on day two. Still... You know, pushing these episodes out to make sure that these bands get the um, recognition they deserve. Um, both of these bands, you know, both Citizen Kane and the band that I have on with me tonight is both playing on Saturday again. Um, Citizen Kane is playing at 4 o'clock on the uh, Heart Support stage, so please make sure you check them out. And then the band that I have on with me tonight is playing at 2.05 on the Liquid Death stage on Saturday or tomorrow, September 11th. So please make sure you guys check out what I have in store for you today. And you will not want to miss this band live. Their stuff is absolutely fucking amazing. And I cannot wait to see what they fucking bring to the table. Because it is going to be absolutely insane. So you know what? Let's just go ahead and get to it with the band. War. What up? What is going on, guys? How are you? Derek, how you doing today, man? You know Thanks. what? It's been a um, it's been a rough couple weeks, um, but things are okay. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, you know the festival that's going to be uh, the light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's um, it's it's. I don't know if it's the light at the end of the tunnel. I think it is another tunnel filled with light that we're still kind of traveling through. 
know what I'm saying? It's the start of another tunnel, hopefully a happy one. Yeah, right. It's all you can hope for, happy tunnels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the, the, the tunnel we've been stuck in for the last 18 fucking months um, hasn't been the, the best, obviously, you know. Right. Um, but now I think, you know, we're starting to get back to that sense of normalcy. Um, I think, you know, the fact that, um, like, Disney is now releasing movies to theaters instead of just doing it on Disney+. Plus. You know, Rocklahoma was last weekend. A couple weeks back before that was Lollapalooza. Before that was Rockfest in Wisconsin. Um, you know, and then we've got Incarceration the same weekend, you know, or this, this weekend as well. Um, and then, uh, what's after that? Um, Rebel Rock. Rebel Rock is after that. And then um, Louder Than Life is after that. And then Welcome to Rockville. And then Aftershock closes out the year. Then on top of that, we've got many other tours. Um, you know, Evanescence and Hailstorm is on tour. Slipknot's on tour. Um, so many good bands out there. On top of, you know, like I said, the movies that are coming out. You know, um, Broadway's starting back up again. You know, things are starting to see some sense of normalcy. The, the things that we've been missing from our lives that really kind of center us. You know, that entertainment factor, the stuff that we allows us to bond with communities is finally starting to slowly come back. And I think that's going to help us exponentially. Yeah. I mean, because everybody, everybody's basically been sitting at home working, you know, with no, no real outlet for the stuff that's annoying them or pissing them off in life. Usually you go out, you, you go, you go to a show, you go to the movies, whatever, blow off some steam. Yeah. But now, you know, the last 18 months, it hasn't been any of that. So it's definitely good to see that coming back a little bit. Um, I think people will become a little bit more level-headed as we... Uh, yeah. yeah. And you forgot one thing, wrestling is back, too. Wrestling is back. Oh, my God. Man, don't get me started on that. Oh, we could go all day, but up to save Ben's sanity. That was wrestling nerd. But, yeah, we'll hold, hold um, back. Yeah, that... Man, this week has been that. This week was insane. Yeah, that's a few weeks. Even I, even I heard about like CM Punk coming back and like, <laughs> and I try to like just like block that out of out of my world. Well, yeah. CM Punk came back. Daniel Bryan came back. Um, who else? Uh, Lesnar. Uh, Lesnar's back. Um, yep. And then on top of that, you know. Um, like I said, Daniel Bryan came back to, or Bryan Danielson's now in AEW, and it's been Adam Cole jump ship. I mean, there was, oh, man, it's been some, it's, oh, it's been, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan and a music fan. I mean, let's be there real. And, yeah. and on top of that, you know, all the cool stuff going on with Marvel and Disney. So it's a great time to be a fucking nerd as well. Man, it's, it's, like I said, it's this, all this stuff that we're just kind of gabbing about right this second is stuff that we couldn't do a year ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. around a year ago, I remember sitting in bed, maybe a little bit sooner, earlier than that, but maybe a little bit longer ago. I remember laying in bed, watching a live stream of a Trivium show. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they did the best they could. I mean, they rented out, you know, a studio at a full sale and put on a full scale production. But let me tell you what, laying next to nobody, 
not with a beer in my hand, sitting next to some dude that I'd never met before, but you know what? We look at each other and been like, yeah, this is why we're here, music. Made me only miss music even more. Made me miss that kind of stuff even more. I give product, you know, props to Corey Taylor because he did the same thing. Uh, Trivium. Um, a bunch of tr- Machine Head was basically online every day doing free concerts. There, I mean, there was so yeah. much... The happy hour every freaking like every week. Rob's still fucking doing it. I mean, they're on there right. every day on top of his podcast and everything else like that. But um, <laughs> that guy is a fucking machine, literally. Yeah, man, um, I mean, like music is his life, so you take that away, they got to find a way to exactly. You know. But I think for us as fans, or at least for me as a fan, I think it only made me miss it more. Yeah. Um, especially, I think it was in o- September, October. I can't remember. Um, Ice Nine Kills did a virtual um, yeah. one, but it was um, it was more interactive. There was a story behind it and stuff like that. And uh, I had gone to see um, that exact tour the year before, um, and they just recorded their last ep- their last one in uh, Winchester, Mass, uh, or Worcester, Mass. Excuse me. Um, and uh, they just re- you know just played it, and they did you know a bunch of interactive stuff. But so that one wasn't too bad. Um, being that there was interactive stuff with it and stuff like that, but at the same time, like I saw that show a year earlier, and again, it was like it brought back nostalgia. But at the same time, it, I wasn't there at Worcester. I was there, you know, in Baltimore, and it just the, the feeling was kind of lost. And I, I, but again, I give them credit for all that stuff that they tried to do, but it made me I mean, only miss it more. At the end of the day, man, nothing really compares to standing in front of a wall of speakers. And getting your head blasted off and then going home and not being able to hear for a couple of days. You got that ringing in your ears for a couple of days and just being like so dehydrated and probably drunk, you know, and just yeah, feeling like shit for a week. But like, man, that shit is it, it's always worth it. It's always a good time. Yeah. So you just can't really simulate that at home unless you're literally like, you, you can't. No, you can't. You can't. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, so genres of music like kind of underground in a way so like you know that's those live shows are when you share that love with you know your weird friends and weird strangers you've never met um because it's just not you know it's not popular in the workplace or whatever to listen to this kind of music so you know for me i miss that you know just going out and sharing that that little moment with all all those people that like the same weird stuff that we do yeah um 100 percent (laughs) <laughs> that and that is the biggest thing for me it's that togetherness you know the fact that we're all weirdos the fact that we're all metalheads the fact that we're all nerds or whatever the case might be we're we all fit into that group in some which way shape or form when we're at a metal show um it doesn't matter what color we are what race we are what age we are doesn't matter what religion we are we're all there for that one sole purpose and that's music and to be you know weird and fun together and that was like the biggest thing for me was that was missing that that togetherness that you know the holding of the hands and singing kumba fucking yeah you know that's that's what i missed the most you know i gotta say man like metal is definitely one of the most unified musical genres when it comes to that like metal fans they like you go to a metal show there there can be the craziest damn mosh pit you know people just fucking you know two-stepping all over the place all you know but at the end of the day, everybody's picking everybody up. It's a positive. It's like it's like angry music for happy people, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but you know, like 
I've, I've been to other shows, man. Like I've been to some country shows and some rap shows and there definitely isn't that environment. No, that, it's not. And you know, so like, that's definitely something that, I mean, there isn't like a brotherhood, you know, a sisterhood, whatever you want to call it. Uh, when you go to family, home. family, yeah. Family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've said that before on my show hundreds of times. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head, man. It is, we are unified as a, as a family, like no other genre. And, and it's not just metal. It's rock in general. I mean, it's, you know, sure. everything from punk to, you know, even pop punk to metal and deathcore and everything else like that. It's all of it. Um, we are so unified. And I've told this story before, too, because you just mentioned it yourself. Um, in Mosh Pit, I, I was at a, um, I can't remember what show I was at, um, but there was this white supremacist neo-nazi in and you could tell because he had you know a swastika on his fucking chest and um him and you know he was going at it with his black guy the entire time they were just moshing they weren't fighting they weren't anything else and then at the end of the the set of the band was getting ready to leave the two hugged it out and we're like you know like it was like the most beautiful thing i ever saw at a metal show it was like I don't know if this guy was a reformed, you know, dickhead or what he was. I don't know if he was going to leave and just go back to his his ways. But this this dude that I swear to God looked like Edward Norton straight out of fucking American History X hugged this black dude at the end of their, their moshing session at the end of this band. Oh, it was at an Of Mice and Men show. I'll never forget it. That's right. It was Of Mice and Men. And they hugged. And it was like they, they broke out. And I was like... That is metal right there. And um, I, I thought it was pretty fucking awesome. And, and that's the type of shit you see. You can go to a, a... I'm sure we'll see it this weekend. We'll see Muslims off to the side praying at some point this weekend. Because, again, it's... That's who... What we do. We do. We don't care. We love everybody. Fucking bring your ethnicities. Bring your, you know, diversity. We love it. We fucking love it. I'm just happy you're there at that point, you know. Exactly. It's a, it's such a a family atmosphere. It, you know, most people, you know, that aren't part of this community, you know, will always be like, oh, those guys are just so angry and they hate life, the devil worshippers, and look at that, you know, they're, the, 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 the. and then you go to the show and you're like, oh my god, these guys are fucking nerds who just love each other. <laughs> you know, it's the it's the funniest thing ever. It really is because we are we do have some people that follow those stereotypes, but at the same time, it's just like. Yeah, we're just a bunch of nerds. That's all it is. <laughs> As we should be. As we should be. Yeah, it's been fun being in this band. And, you know, before everything slowed down, when we were playing shows, I was introducing, you know, like my family and a lot of my friends who weren't into metal music would just come see War play just to, you know, support me. And, you know, they were just kind of like shocked that they could walk away liking the music. It, also, you know, we try to get a wall of death going every time. So, you know, they would get jump in there and, you know, they would come out and, well, we had one injury or a few, but, you know, most people would come out perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just, you know, enjoy the, enjoy the camaraderie and the craziness of the show. So, yeah, really, that's been fun being on the band side of it, is seeing people embrace it that you wouldn't think. Are going to embrace it yeah it, it again it, there's a there's a unity that just above all else i mean i think you know music unifies us more than 
anything else on this planet. I mean, you know, some of the stuff that people and, you know, everyone's right has a right to choose their own path. I'm not knocking anything. This is just my opinion on things. Um, but like, I think music unifies us more than like religion. I think um, music, re and I'm not saying metal. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying music in general. It could be fucking classical Beethoven. I don't give a shit. Music unifies us more than anything else on this planet, including religion, including even family. Uh, you know, blood family. You know, there's more fights at a blood family Christmas than there is at a metal show. I mean, let's be real. You know, the, the things that happen, I, <laughs> you know, that, and that's, it's, it's, just, it's just fucking beautiful. It really is. I mean, you know, like, so one thing that I've been kind of come to the realization of is and, and music in, in, you know, the last couple of decades has, has sort of become a product, right, to sell. But at the end of the day, music is just an art form. It's a, like, it's an expression of somebody, what somebody feels at a certain time, um, and that, I think that's very powerful because you kind of you listen to something and it makes you feel a certain type of way. You know what I mean? It's it's art. If you look at like a freaking crazy ass painting, it makes you feel a certain type of way, whether yeah. that's a positive or a negative thing. Um, but at its essence, music is just art. You know what I mean? Oh, I think we sometimes forget that because it's so like it's so like put into the capitalist like into the capitalist mindset nowadays, where it's like we got to sell records, this and that, and let's get hits and this. You know what I mean? Like. But at the end of the day, man, it's just it's self-expression. So, you know, if you, if you find music or something that speaks to you, I mean, that's more powerful than anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I, I majority, uh, I, I kind of sort of agree with you on everything you just said. Um, when it comes to music, you're right. Um, it has become a product. It has become something to sell over the last few years. Yeah. However, I think that it involves pop. And uh, and rap and country and all those other genres and R and B and stuff like that. I don't yeah. think much of the rock and metal community falls into that because I don't think the you know even like Capital who you know has Avenged Sevenfold cares too much about the rock genre anymore because in their eyes rock is still dead. Rock died years ago and now it's just you know, something to appease the fans and that we're just going to keep pushing out, but we don't really give a fuck about it. And I, I still think a lot of those mentalities happen. And if you look at it, look at all the, the record labels in the country. If you look at all the indie, you know, independent labels that uh, exist, the majority of those that exist are rock, you know, centered. There's very few indie, you know, rap or pop or country labels out there. Um, they exist, but the amount of rock and metal, you know, indie labels swallow those up whole. And I think that that's the key indicator there, because whether it's Sony, whether even Roadrunner now, you know, and that's why Slipknot's wanting to leave Roadrunner. They're just trying to push out what's sellable. Um, and but I think when it comes to the rock side. I still think there's a lot of independence there on what they can and can't do. And it's said within the band. So I, I, I do agree with you on that. Um, especially like um, most recently Papa Roach put out a new song called Swerve. And on that song Swerve, there's a rap artist. His name is Swaco. And um, Swaco also just released his very first. He's a rap artist, but he released his very first um, rock song. Um, called Paralyzed, and it's been blowing up on Octane and even made it onto the Biggins Countdown. Um, and I follow this guy on on TikTok 
just because I think he's kind of a cool fucking guy. I'm not a rap fan. I don't like his rap music at all, but I, I think he's a cool guy. And prior to the release of Paralyzed, his record company was calling him every day. Hey, do not release that song. You know, and he was playing the messages from his people. You are a rap artist. You know, drop this and get back to rap. That's where the money is. Nobody wants to listen to your rock. Nobody's going to care. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, fuck it. I'm, I'm still going to do it. And then for the first time in his career ever, he's made it onto the top 50 of the Billboard charts with his rock song. And he set out to prove a point, but the you know the whole point prior to that was his label just didn't give a shit. He wanted they wanted him to go back to rap because that was where the money was. Right. Yeah. No, and it, it, like I said, but that's that money making mindset. It's not the art mindset. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's it's like, hey, how can we make money? And the safe side of that is like you need to make you need to kind of follow the the trajectory or the path that you've been on. And kind of keep doing that, right? But sometimes you get that itch to do something else. So exactly, hundred percent. You got to fulfill that too, you know. Yeah, um, I literally just had that conversation not too long ago with um, the band Citizen Kane about staying true to yourself. Um, you know, and that's and that was the whole center of that conversation was just you know sometimes you can evolve, sometimes you can change, um, sometimes you can just repress you know what you really want to do. And um, then eventually they'd say, fuck it, I'm going to do it. You know, look at Machine Gun Kelly. You know, I, I have a feeling that guy wanted to do pop punk or, you know, be a rocker his entire life. But he just was, you know, rap because, again, that was what he wanted to do. Um, and I'm not saying whether or not his music's any good. I'm just giving you an example. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, then he was like, fuck it, I'm going to put out this pop punk album with Travis fucking Barker. And it blew up, you know. What his real motives were behind that, who knows? But same thing with Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus put out a pop punk album in December, and it was pretty damn good. It was very reminiscent of Joan Jett and Hart and everything else like that. I was very, very impressed with that. So it's like um, our art can be expressed in many different ways, but as long as you're true to yourself, I think that's when you get the best. And if if you release 10 albums and it's 10 different types of genres, as long as you're true to yourself, your fans shouldn't care. Right. Yeah. I mean, so, and that's kind of how we approach songwriting too. It's not really, there's not really like a formula anyway with that. You know, we kind of just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. We, we came up with this thing. It sounds completely different than everything else we've written so far. Um, but it, it's war now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Good music is good music, right? And if it's coming from a good place, it's always, always better. And then when you bring in the rock element to me, it's like, you know, you have five different instruments and each person gets to lay down their originality and their, how they feel in each instrument. And oh. it's sometimes why yeah. rock music can speak more loudly because you have, you know, a bunch of people, five people influencing the song rather than just, you know, like a beat and lyrics, yeah. you know, like bass and lead guitar, rhythm guitar and drums and vocals and just all kind of, you know, forms into this one piece of art. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and Derek, I don't know how familiar you are with, with the history of our band, but um, we kind of, like our vocalist was, he was a hip hop artist before he, he joined war. And and the way we found him is he, he used to scream in his hip hop. Um, and I was like, man, this guy would be a hell of a metal vocalist. Um, and Phil was, was a punk bassist. Um, so he played in punk bands. Um, and we've just had like, we've got all this like different 
all these different people in the band like all this different stuff and they kind of bring those elements into that you know at the end of the day it's still metal and shit but you know you kind of you have like little little bits and pieces from from punk and you like some of bobby's like uh like patterns or whatever they are reminiscent of some like hip-hop stuff like that so um you definitely see all these different influences uh brought into this as well yeah and that's another thing about rock and metal is that we accept that kind of stuff and we embrace and love that kind of stuff um you know whether you want to call what you're talking about new metal or metal core whatever you want to call it it's still metal and we accept that more than any other genre i mean especially when it comes down like like rap and pop you know they'll go in there and they'll take from us and sample it and then you know rap on it or you know sing on top of it or whatever else the case might be but it's somebody else's passion and some most of the time somebody else's lyrics you know, 90% of that stuff is not even written by them at all. Um, and it takes 50-plus people, in some cases, to make a song sound good on the pop side or the R&B side. Where on our side, it's usually just the band, a mixer, and a producer. That's usually it. And it, there's more of the, the band and more of the people writing and creating in that art than I think in any other genre, too, because of exactly what you just said. Right. Yeah. I mean, like for me, I, I never really understood for like writing music. I mean, that that's aside from playing live shows to a bunch of people, that's the most rewarding thing you can do, like creating stuff like that. There is nothing else that is more rewarding than that. And uh, that's my in my opinion. But um, I mean, I don't really know how like anybody would want to like have other people write their music for them. You know what I mean? Like we, we play a cover song. We covered come out and play by the offspring on our album. And that was, that was a good time. We basically, we meddled it up and made it our own. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's like still one of our least favorite songs to play live because it's like, all right, you know, somebody else wrote that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We didn't really pour our heart and soul into this. You know, we made it, we made it cool. We like, we dig the way it came out, but you know, at the end of the day, it's not our song. We didn't create that. Yeah. So, now, I mean, obviously covers have a place in, in rock and roll, especially if you can reimagine it and make it your own, like you just said. Like yeah. another, like Five Finger, when they um, when they covered another Offspring song. Um, what was the name of that song? Um, I'm not too familiar. <sighs> I don't know what they covered, but I know, like, the kids aren't all right. It's no, it was the, um, I cannot think of the name of the goddamn song. Um, but they, they turned it into a slow, like dark song. Um, what the fuck was the name of that song? That's going to piss me off. Um, it is, um, gone away. Okay. Gone away. And that was a, that was a pretty poppy punky song when they first released it. But then when Five Finger did it, they completely redid it, turned it into a, a really slow power ballad and completely changed the whole tone and meaning of the song. Um, you know, when bands do that in general, I, I really, really, truly enjoy it. Um, because, again, it, it, it's, there's still an art to it, obviously. Um, yeah. But it, it, I think, in my opinion, sometimes it can be 
even more artistic because in most of the, the most of the time you've got to take if you're trying to reimagine you've got to take the, all of the you know the beats out of your head the riffs the the everything out and be like how can we make this our own and still but still complement the original artist and if you could do that without making it sound karaoke yeah I, I think that right there is a true testament to how good a band can be and I've heard your cover of of that and I think you guys really did make it your own but at the same time paid you know tribute to Dexter yeah. and the boys you know what I'm saying oh yeah I mean one of my favorite I mean garage what is it garage ink by Metallica I think that's like just such a solid oh, uh, so good I mean, they took like, I mean, they covered Queen and like Diamond Head and, or, you know, just everything. Like, Skinnered. Like, Skinnered, like, and, and it's, but it sounds like Metallica at the end of the day, which is just, it's, it's fucking awesome. But, yeah. Um, yeah Bob Dylan. The cover that sounds like the original is not great. Like, you, it has to have that influence from the band. I mean, yeah, so I, I'm a big, I'm a big Machine Head fan. Like, so I, you know, I'm repping the shirt and everything, but, um, their cover of uh, they cover Hallowed Be Thy Name and it sounds exactly like Iron Maiden and it's almost like it's almost like okay like cool Thanks. yeah um and, uh, like I said I love Machine Head they've got so do I some of my favorite fucking songs yeah uh, I, personally <laughs> when uh, personally when Gojira dropped out of Blue, of Blue Ridge I was hoping they were going to be replaced by Machine Head but um yeah, yeah, that that was. I mean, they're 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 really fucking great live. They're they are. I've seen them. I've only seen them twice live, but yeah. man, I'm just saying when when uh, when uh, you know let freedom ring with the shotgun blast comes on, man, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> um, Imperium as well. Oh yeah, I mean, everything. oh god, man, Imperium is one of those songs that people just love to fucking belt out. And there's, they're one of those bands, man, that's successfully been able to have several different phases um, throughout their career and still be accepted by their fan base. You know, and I'm sure they, you know, some fans didn't like certain albums, but like, you know, from, um, you know, the Blackening is like a straight up thrash metal, thrash metal album. Um, you know, fucking the first album is like straight up groove metal and just like in your face. And then they had like kind of a new metal phase there with, uh, what was the fucking name of that album? This is the. Which one? The, the the burning red. Oh. Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, their yeah. la their last album though was not my favorite. What was that? Catharsis. Catharsis, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I dude, I they had some bangers on that album too, man. They did, I, but. I, you know, I was it, thinking that too, and. Uh, and Rob, like I said, Rob's been the most productive dude during this pandemic. He's been dropping singles like every every couple months. You know, like yeah. they did they did a couple things, and he did something with uh, Jesse from Killswitch. Really, really solid stuff, man. I'm Actually, I, I'm going to go ahead and argue with that point for a second. I think the most productive during the pandemic was Spencer from My Nine Kills. If you yeah. go back, if you go back and look at all, I'm not sure if you know you're too familiar with them, but they he did probably five or six different collabs with other bands. Yeah. They, they released um, two two song two singles that were just fun singles. Um, they did a cover of Elvis's um, "I Can't Help Falling in Love with You," um, and then they did a 
a, a fucking goofy parody song of uh of 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 of, of, of Stacy's mom and they oh, called yeah. it, and they called it Jason's mom. Yep. Jason's mom has got it going on. Um but then on top of that they did the um that uh that live Great. event, they wrote the new album. I mean, that guy was all over the place. Rob has been, like yeah. I said, Rob has been everywhere too. But yeah, yeah it's but yeah. It, but it's guys like that that give you know, regardless of who is more productive, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, it's guys like that that keep metal alive in ways that I don't think you know other other genres do. I think a lot of the other genres just kind of sat back and was like, oh, our record company doesn't want us to do anything because we can't tour. Okay, cool. We'll just sit back and collect our royalty checks. Yeah. I mean, like that, but that's also the mentality of metal. I mean, metal is, you know, there is no, there's not really any money in metal these days. You know what I mean? So in order to stay relevant, you got to fucking do shit. You got to fucking just constantly be releasing stuff. You got to be connecting with your fans. Um, Cause otherwise, you know, you're gonna have to start getting a day job. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out BetterHelp.com slash SIPod. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. I know mine is. Some days I question whether or not I want to get out of bed. Or hell, I question whether or not I even want to wake up. But thanks to BetterHelp, my days get a little bit easier. As someone who suffers from generalized anxiety disorder, PTSD, and bipolar disorder, I'm very thankful that I have BetterHelp on my side whenever I need them. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera you don't want to. It's so much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you may be able to gain. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Suck It Podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash SIPod. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash SIPod. You're a busy guy, so stop thinking about what to wear and just embrace the radically efficient Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. The Daily Wear System is a selection of clothes rooted in smart design, made with performance fabrics, and built to work together. From breathable t-shirts and polos, to stylish button-ups and shorts, underwear and beyond, Mack Weldon makes it easy for you to dress for work, leisure, and play, or wherever your summer takes you. Imagine waking up on a Sunday morning Coffee's made, pancakes are on the stove, you smell bacon, you get up out of bed and you slip into your Mack Weldon Sunday lounge pants, eat yourself a nice breakfast being comfortable because that's what Mack Weldon's all about, comfort, especially in those Sunday lounge pants. And guess what? They're not just for Sundays. And then immediately following that, you can throw on your silver knit polo and your radius shorts and head out to the golf range and have some fun with your guy friends and drink beer and just be cool and comfortable all day long. So buy some time this summer with Mack Weldon Daily Wear System 
For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash it and enter promo code SUCKIT. That's MacWeldon.com forward slash it. promo code SUCKIT for 20% off MacWeldon. Radically efficient wardrobing. Exactly. And that's why metal and rock tour more than any other genre. Yep. You know, bands like uh, Nothing More toured literally for three or four years straight off of one album um, yeah. and couldn't write another album just because they were constantly touring and having to make money in order to make sure that they could put out the next album. Um, you know, that is, again, one of the things. And it's like you can... And, and But every time they came back to your city within that three or four year period, it was a different, completely different show. So yeah. you weren't getting the exact same show every time, which I really appreciate as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're right. They're, the money is not there anymore. And yeah. it won't be... Um, until one of two things happens. Number one, um, the stereotype and the, you know, the whole, just the bullshit of our music is just noise, doesn't make any sense, or we're worshiping Satan, or whatever the stupid stereotype that people have is, um, goes away. Or something really drastic happens, like a Post Malone says, you know what, I'm going back to my metal roots and I'm starting a metal band. And he brings all of his rap fans over with him. You know, something like that, you know, um, I think would be one of the only ways to get, you know, but I don't want that to happen. I want people to just finally accept what we have brought to the table. Yeah, I mean, see, the thing is, metal isn't very, like, I had a conversation with somebody the other day about, like, the fact that metal is not, it's, it's not for, like, basic people you know what i mean you have to kind of you can't it's not you can't just listen to metal and be like yes you know what i mean and like for most people they started with like less heavier bands and then they kind of progressed up the ladder right like for me you know i started with like metallica and then got into slayer and then got into all the underground death metal thrash metal stuff yeah um, and then it was just like all right well let's see how extreme we can get with this um but so like it's just not like it, it's a progression. You don't just dive in and listen to freaking, I don't know. Like you don't start with Behemoth, and then <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not. Uh, no, it is. It's kind of a it's kind of a progression. But like so, but pop music it's served up on a silver platter for you. There's nothing to um, there's nothing to really dissect there. It's like hey, it's like chorus. You know, it's catchy. You can sing to it and all this metal. You kind of have to invest some serious time into like thing to like that stuff you know what i mean um yeah i mean like yeah for me like i heard metal i was like yeah that's my shit that that's my shit but for most people who are first getting introduced to metal if they go straight into you know i don't know behemoth you know or even war like it's like all right you know yeah i think, um, I think like, it just sounds like noise but you gotta you have to kind of develop that that ear you know what i mean yeah you've got to work your way up i mean start with nickelback <laughs> a good starting point yeah uh nickelback is a good starting point even like though the it's the even, I mean, yeah. <laughs> even though uh no offense here um even though nickelback is the redheaded stepchild of uh of metal and rock you know nickelback is a good starting point no offense <laughs> you know i mean people like to hate on them but you know secretly everybody's everybody's cranking that shit in their bedroom or on the road trip you know <laughs> there's a few songs that i won't you know i don't hate i can i'll admit that yeah, come on dude come on man <laughs> i know what you do behind the scenes i, I mean it's i i like them in the same way that i like paramore 
Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I can I love me some Haley Williams. Um, she's amazing. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's a few, you know, I, I like Paramore a lot more than I'll ever like um, Nickelback. But, you know, again, Nickelback does, Nickelback does have their place. And they've been doing this, what, nearly 30 years now? They're still around and, you know, still doing the exact same thing. So, obviously, they're doing something right. I do um, love... I do love uh... Chad Kroger's feud with Corey Taylor. That to me is just the funniest <laughs> shit ever. I think that, I think he said like Corey Taylor said his face looks like a foot or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, this is just like, you know, hilarious. So speaking of unity and wars and Corey Taylor, um, one of the biggest feuds coming out of the nineties as far as metal goes was um Mr. Uh, Bungle and Slipknot. Really? You remember that? I do not. So, um... But I was also, I was also, like, six years old, you know? Yeah, so, Mr. Bungle, um... What was, what was the name of the lead singer of Mr. Bungle? Um... The guy from, uh, that one song... God, from Faith No More. What the fuck is his name? Mike Patton. So Mike Patton was constantly just shitting on Slipknot all the time. And uh, now Mr. Bungle is reuniting and uh, um, going out on tour with Slipknot. <laughs> I, I saw that the other day. I'm like, oh, my God. They're going to be part of the, the road, the road fa- or whatever the... Um, uh, road show, the, the road, the, not the, but the the not fest. I mean, they're going to be part of not fest, not part of the road show. The road show this year is them, Kill Fever. Switch, Fever, and Code Orange, I believe. It's yeah. a hell of a lineup too, though. Yeah, I'm going. In, I'm going that one next month. I cannot fucking wait for that one. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fucking sick. Yeah. Um, I think Knock Loose is on that one too, isn't it? Aren't they? Yeah. No, is it just Fever? Kill Switch and Code Orange. I think it might be right. Yeah. I saw I saw them uh, 2019 when it was when it was Gojira Behemoth. That's I, that was the last show I saw before the pandemic. I saw that. Did you go to the Virginia Beach one? No, I went to the one up uh, here in Bristow. Yeah, so I went to the Virginia Beach one. That was that was pretty awesome. That was like August 14. <sighs> Mine was Labor Day weekend. Yeah. So yeah, um, dude, that was a hell of a show man that was the first time i've seen behemoth before um and you know behemoth is the best smelling live band ever they, they go up there and they fucking put incense on the uh, on the drum kit and then they just like get it smelling real good speaking of behemoth and, and actually live streams I, I i do have to say their their live stream that they did during the pandemic was was the best one i saw uh they were in some church in the middle of nowhere and it had like flames shooting up and the whole ass production and it was just like nurgle uh and the dudes just like throwing and they were just like so damn tight um if you ever get a chance to see that or go back and look at it best damn live stream of the pandemic i'm gonna have to look at that look that one up just the the imagery is is insane so so it's it's definitely good time i'll have to look that one up but yeah behemoth impressed me I, i mean i'd heard their music before and i was a fan um, but seeing him live changed my perspective on him. Um, yeah. and I had seen Gojira before Gojira puts, always puts on a hell of a show and I had seen Volbeat before. Um, I fucking love Volbeat, man. Yeah. That, that fucking guy, dude, he is so fucking badass. 
Um, I mean, our uh, our other guitar player, David. We were actually we were we played a festival two weeks ago, uh, Metal in the Mountains, and we we were road tripping up to West Virginia, and uh, our we had Olby came on and like. Our other guitar player David sang every every word really? every song all the way up there. Yeah. Dude, I can I can I, I will jam out to Volbeat any day of the week. Oh dude, they're so phenomenal. Um Yeah, I, I saw um clips of you guys from Metal in the Mountains and you guys fucking tore it up. Um, one of my new favorite bands and one of my new, uh, my new favorite friends that I've been made since the show started, uh, since I've been doing, excuse me, since I've been doing these episodes, uh, was, uh, Mindy from Dying Oath. Another, oh, yeah. yeah, dude. Oh yeah. man. Uh, Dying Oath is another fucking band I cannot wait for. Um, yeah. Mindy's one of the, uh, one of the most supportive people in this scene around here. Shit. Yes. Southeast region. Um, uh, and Dying Oath is just like. The way they've grown over the last couple of years is, is impressive to see. Yeah, um, they're doing some really killer shit. So yeah, they're yeah. really yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah they're really uh, Pigweed was like one of the best uh, afternoon shows that we were on the same. Pigweed, Pigweed was great live as well. Yes, they did throw down. Yep. Um, another one. Seasons was another good one. Um, and as we, well. we actually we go way back with Seasons, dudes. Uh, we went up to. Uh, canal club in richmond and played with those guys and, and upon a burning body really nice dudes as well um yeah, yeah we've kind of yeah we've been kind of you know on the same path as them for the past few years so we've kind of in parallel i think they're playing they're playing saturday as well yeah saturday yeah and, uh, right around i think maybe before or right after us it's right around the same time. So. Um, and also, the uh, their former vocalist Kent uh, is now in Artusha, who's another another killer band. Seasons yeah. plays actually they play kind of toward the like they're towards the end of our set. Yeah, they they're you guys are at two hundred five and they're at two twenty, yeah. so you guys kind of overlap a little bit. And then RVNT is a very good band too that we've kind of been in parallel with, and I think they're playing on the same stage as us. Yeah, dude. There's so many, so many of our our peers in, in these up and coming bands, man, are just fucking yeah. absolutely, absolutely killing it, man. It, it it really is great to see, like, and and like these are the people that are here now, um, in in the in the rising bands. Basically, those are the people who want to do this. You know what I mean? Those are the people that sat through a year at home, year and a half at home with, with no guarantees, nothing. Yeah, and they're and they're still fucking here throwing down, dude. It's just that is fucking awesome to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Working full time and yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's so and it's not easy being in a, in a in a smaller band because yeah, you do you gotta you gotta work you gotta work a day job. You're working forty hours a week, paying the bills, but all you really want to do is is write music and 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 throw down, and play live shows. You know what I mean? Yep. So seeing these people do that, you know that uh, that's inspiring to myself and and the people in our band and. Uh, you know we're doing that as well, but um, yeah, it's just great. It's great to see, man, because you know the pandemic could have crushed metal, the metal scene or in this area, and, and it didn't because we're some damn resilient ass motherfuckers. <laughs> resilient and hard headed as shit. You can't um, kill the cockroaches of this fucking. You know what I mean? Like hell just, no, you cannot. Just gonna survive, man. So yeah, we'll be around, man, for a long time. 
But yeah, this festival is just going to be all of that emotion from everybody coming out, the bands and the fans. And I'm just, I, I cannot wait to, to go out there and just experience it. And yeah, just seeing like the fan zone Facebook page, all the excitement there. Um, I don't I honestly don't even know what to expect because it's just going to be so insane. So yeah. I'm very excited to get out there. Yeah, I'm heading in tomorrow, well, Wednesday. Um, I'm actually, well, but it's Friday now, so it's Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah I'm it, sorry, you're right. Uh, so I, I headed, I, I hung, I came in on Wednesday, two days ago, and um, uh, I, I hung out with. I'm actually hanging out. Or I hung out with uh, Dying Oath most of that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. They killed, they killed their set. It was great. They did. Um, yeah. Mindy's a hell of a front woman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no yeah so I'm, I'm going in tomorrow and i'm hanging out with them all day tomorrow um and then my my fucking weekend is going to be absolutely insane yeah you know our the, the goal is by the end of by monday when you gotta when you got when you gotta go back to reality you're just in a wheelchair on crutches, <laughs> you know crawling into work whatever you gotta do like but fuck it man who cares because we had we threw down for four days straight it was a good ass time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. I mean, my biggest, and this sounds like you know, um, complete stupidity, but like I'm sitting there stressing out, like, you know, oh shit, I got to go back to the press tent and do an interview. Oh, great, I want to go watch this band. Oh, I got to go back to the press. I want to watch this band. That's so I'm like be running back and forth. It's a good problem to have. <laughs> it's a great problem to have, but I'm, but I'm stressing out about it. I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> It's kind of crazy because, yeah, we go in a year with nothing, and now it's like every band that you love within four days. How do yeah. you feel now, that? Now, luckily, well, I don't want to say luckily because I'm kind of upset about it. Um, some of the bands, I, I got some you know PR um, emails today about some bands that aren't doing any press at all or any doing doing any interviews. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that sucks. Um, so I'm like, well, I'm upset you. about it, but at the same time, I get it. So I, I also get – so I saw Corn a couple weeks ago. Um, when they came to Raleigh and fucking uh, JD Jonathan Davis, he was on a he was on a ventilator the whole night. He was like breathing uh, yeah oxygen during the show, and I was like, man, that's weird. And then like three days later, it's like, oh, he's got COVID. Okay. Um, but I think I think the the reason why some like no meet and greets, none of this stuff is because you know the reality is we need, we need to keep the tours going clean. Yep. And if, 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 the, if that's what we need to do to keep the tours going, it's just kind of keep everybody in a bubble. Like, fuck it, fuck it, man. Yeah, Look, exactly. I, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm upset about it, but I'm upset about it just because of my own personal greedy, you know, growing pains. Yeah. yeah. I, it's not like, Oh, motherfuckers, you know, fuck them. No, no. It's just like, yeah, I get it. But I'm, you know, I, I would have really liked to meet some of these bands. I'm not going to say which ones are, you know, not doing it, but, um, um, but there's plenty of bands that are still going to, and I'm gonna, you know, still get plenty of content. I'm still gonna be able to make connections and do this and do that. And just because I'm not gonna be able to interview them doesn't mean I'm not gonna see them backstage and be able to, you know, like hey, elbow bump, you know, and be like, hey, you guys need to come on my show eventually, you know. Um, yeah. And the same thing, same thing goes for you guys. I mean, you guys are gonna be make so many different connections. You know, at any given time, you know, somebody could be walking by your set and be like, hey, I want to take them out on the road with me. You know, it's, that's a very real possibility of that kind of shit happening. Um, and, uh, it, it, for us, the little guys, cause I'm, I'm still a small, you know, little guy. This is my first major event ever. Um, so I'm absolutely on cloud nine 
just to be able to be a part of it in any which way, shape, or form. I don't care if I'm just, you know, sitting back in the background, not being able to talk to anybody. Yeah. I, I'm just to be a part of it is uh, absolutely insane. But the the opportunities that were gifted to us um, because of this festival is something I'm not going to take for granted, you know, and I know you guys aren't either. I know the other 80 fucking, you know, rising star, star acts aren't taking it for granted either because yeah. it was a, it was a gift. It really was. 18 months ago, when everything kind of shut down, one thing I never thought we would lose is music. But unfortunately, we did. Bands couldn't get to the recording studio. They couldn't fly in their favorite mixer or favorite producer. There was just no way of putting out new music. We lost a lot. And music was one of the things that hurt me the most. And I'm pretty sure it was you too. That's why you listen to the show. But now music is coming back and bigger and stronger than ever. And thanks to Raycon wireless earbuds, they sound better than ever. You know, on this show we focus a lot on music, mainly metal and punk and rock. And trust me when I say, Raycons are the best way to listen to this type of music. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort. And unlike other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. And Raycons have 32 hours of battery life. Let me go ahead and say that one more time. 32 hours of battery life. So you can listen when you want for a really long time. Plus, they start at just half the price of other premium audio brands. But they sound just as good. Plus, they come with a 45-day happiness guarantee. So you really can't lose. So go now and create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, Suck It Podcast listeners can get 15% off Raycon at buyraycon.com slash suck it. That's right. Buyraycon.com slash suck it to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash suck it. Raycons, the best way to listen. Experience full plates and fuller wallets with America's best value meal kit. Every plate makes home cooking easy and affordable as a much cheaper alternative to takeout, but just as delicious. Think about it. No more having to go to the grocery store with three, four, five, six kids, planning out the meals, looking up recipes, then prepping those meals, cooking those meals, and all of that stuff is gone thanks to every plate. Every plate makes it easy and affordable to cook hearty, delicious, family-pleasing meals. Look, I was just as skeptical, but that first box that came in with the recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients, it was so delicious, but what's even better was that it was easy to make, and I got it done in 30 minutes or less. And that's the way most of those meals come together. That leaves more time for you to spend with your friends and family outside enjoying the summer sun. So now, take your chance and try Every Plate for $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code SUCKIT199. Get started with Every Plate for just $1.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code SUCKIT199. That is a up to a hundred dollar value. Every plate, America's best value meal kit. Yeah, and you know what? I I definitely consider I consider us lucky that this event's happening. 
Oh yeah. Because it could very well not have happened. Yeah. This year, you know what I mean? We every day you you fucking hear about a new variant or some shit like that, and it's just like, man, like, is this shit gonna end? But you know what? Blue Ridge is gonna happen. Yep. Um, or it's actually happening right now. Happening right now. <laughs> as this podcast airs, but uh, you know, so it is. It is something we we definitely don't take for granted. So. Yeah. And like all the work we're putting in this week, like it's it's not even stressful because we've been talking about it a lot. It's just like we're so we're just happy. Like it's such yeah. a positive. There's like the mindset around the band is like when we're not playing shows, it's like <laughs> what do we like you know we're like we're like we're basically overthinking shit, right? Like we're like what can we do? What can we do? Yeah. Right? When we're playing shows, man. It's like we don't care. You know, we're in a good place. We're we're having a good. This is what we want to do. We're exactly where we need to be. Yep. And and so, there's always just a really positive vibe. Even when, even when we have a bad show, man, um, it's it's still a positive thing. You know what I mean? It's like fuck yeah, this is what we want to do, man. Sometimes shit goes wrong, but hey, we're having that a- was a uh, bad show is like a learning experience, or it's good practice, or what you know. Yeah. You still frame it in a positive way, and then. Yeah, we're just we're we're so we're hype, and uh, I don't I don't know what to expect. I don't even know what the the grounds look like. So the whole thing is just going to be an awesome, crazy experience. Yeah, I've seen pictures and videos. The grounds look phenomenal. Um, so it's going to be really cool. I mean, and let's just hope that uh, you guys don't have a a bad set this weekend. Because um, you know, let's hope that nobody has a bad set this week, and let's hope you know all the bad sets are out of the way, and you know yeah. we, we get to have some good sets this week. I think everybody will. I think everybody will. I think so. I mean, it's speaking yeah. it. We're manifesting it into existence. You, know? you have to. Absolutely, you have to. Yeah. No, man. I, th- I think everybody's going to kill it, man. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be the event of the year, honestly, as far as metal goes. I, I 100% agree. I, I really think so. So, um, we've got great weather for for the whole weekend. Yeah. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. So. It's going to be fantastic. And you know, again, make sure that we are, um, you know, embracing the unity make sure we're embracing the opportunities that we're all gifted you know being able to see some of these bands that you probably never heard of before you know take a listen you know especially these rising acts do what you got to do and um make sure that we are um and just do what we got to do you know what i'm saying you know like i always kind of like some of my my idol bands some of the bands that i look up to I always kind of think back. I was like, man, if only I would have gone and seen seen them in 04 or like when they were first starting out, you know, I mean, that shit would have been crazy. You know what I mean? So, I mean, but yeah. So yeah, come see War, man, at 205. You won't regret that shit. Saturday. Hell no. You will not. (laughs) You will not regret you know, yes. regardless of whether it's you guys, like I said, regardless of whether it's you guys or anybody else, any one of these rising talents, especially the ones that we mentioned, uh, Dying Oath, Seasons, Pigweed, um, or, you know, some of the ones that aren't local, like, you know, Breathing Theory or Dark, Sum- um, Dark Summer, fucking, you know, Semper Service, 
you know, all these bands, they're going to be so phenomenal. You know, you're not going to, you cannot find a band that's not going to put on a good show. Um, the music is right. You know, give them a chance because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bands like Super Bowl, So they're going to go all out, you know? Yeah. And when you're doing your schedules, yeah. When you're jumping in between bands, just, yeah. If something catches your ear, go check it out. Hopefully 100%. It's <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it is you guys because you guys deserve it. And I will definitely be there. Um, yeah, we better see you in the pit, man. <laughs> man, my pit days are behind me. I am 40 uh, years old. You know what? You're coming out of retirement for war, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you in the pit with your podcast equipment. Like, because you got to run to the next interview right after the set's over. So, oh, yeah, right. It'll be, it'll be stationed at the, uh, the, the press area. I'm not going to be hiking that shit around. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, uh, you guys, I, I cannot fucking wait. You guys are definitely at the top of my list of bands I need to see. And I'm just, I'm so fucking stoked to see you guys and see what happens and, you know, just embrace the awesomeness that will be this weekend. Yeah, yeah for sure. We're definitely going to bring a lot, a lot, a lot of energy. That's for certain. And then once we're done, you know, we're excited to see some other bands too, so. Yeah, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of an experience for everyone. Just make again, make sure that we are celebrating the togetherness, especially especially on Saturday, um, being the twentieth anniversary of nine uh, eleven. You know, make sure that sure. you know the unity is there, uh, and you know, I can't say it enough. The, that is gonna be so important, especially on Saturday. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, one thing I remember when nine eleven happened, I thought that I, I thought that the U.S. was never more united than than like the days that followed after that. You know what I mean? As as a nation, kind of overcoming this awful tragedy, right? But in the last years, we've been kind of divided. So, yep. Um, you know, it it, it would be nice to definitely see some of that unity again. And I think, you know, at least for metal this will be that yeah so um yeah it'll be a good thing yeah i mean you're right we haven't been more divided whether it's blm whether it's politics whether it's anti-lgbtq stuff i mean it, the list goes on and on and on we have just right. been 100 percent divided in this country and yeah. um this festival incarceration you know fucking welcome to rockville aftershock Rocklahoma, which happened last weekend, is the time not to forget, but to embrace, you know, what we've been trying to do. Because at the end of the day, we've been trying to get, you know, gather unity. And these festivals are exactly the place to do that thing. And especially on the weekend, not celebrating, but honoring um, the 20th anniversary of the biggest tragedy in this country ever. We've got to make sure that we, again, like I said earlier, hold hands and sing Kumba fucking ya because we're together as a family, as citizens of this great country and citizens of the planet to really just kind of come together under one roof to celebrate music. Yeah. And after, yeah, I mean, everybody, you know, that's 
yeah, we've been through the past year and hopefully nobody takes for granted and just really appreciates the awesomeness of this festival and how it came together. Um, you know, we're lucky, we're all lucky to be attending it. So, and also all the people that, you know, put, put all these insane hours of work into actually making this happen, you know what I mean? Don't take that for granted either. Cause I do know it's, you know, it's a very small group of people that has put this entire thing together. Yep. They've been working seven days a week, haven't been sleeping much, um, freaking out over ticketing situations and everything else like that. I mean, they've been busting their ass and I I think they went above and beyond as far as communication and, you know, live streams and this and that. And I I think they did a a fantastic fucking job. I've, I've always kind of lived by the, you know, whatever can go wrong, will go wrong thing. So just kind of prepare for everything to go wrong. Um, but they've, they've handled it with insane, like just class and just like smooth, you know what I mean? Like this, like it's, yeah. everything that's happened, you know, and they've just kind of rectified every situation. It's like, all right, we're still going, you know? Yeah. Here we come, man. It's about to be four days of crazy fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, you are not wrong, man, at all. Yeah, pretty, man. Yeah, like. All the freaks and zeros are coming out, man. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, they are. And uh, you know what? And, and but you know what? Those freaks and zeros and nerds and you know whatever are our family, our brothers, our sisters. Absolutely. And you know what? I love them all equally. Yep. Oh yeah. I'm I'm excited to hang with everybody this weekend. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, yep. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing everybody again. The uh, the warheads, so as we call them. Well, I'm looking forward to meeting you guys when you guys get there this weekend um, or today, whenever. Yeah, you guys are coming in today, right? We're coming in today. Today. (laughs) So I I will look for you today. I will. uh, We'll hook up and uh, we'll get together. We're going to travel back in time two days and go (laughs) to extra rehearsals real quick. And then we'll catch back with the the flux capacitor. We'll come back to Friday and then we'll hang out again. That's right. So we'll get together on Friday sometime and uh, drink some beer and watch some music and have a good old fucking time. Sounds like a plan, man. Yeah. See you in a bit. See you in a bit, see, see in a bit right? <laughs> um, but yeah, in, uh, yeah, in all seriousness, guys, I'm really fucking stoked to meet you guys, hang out with you guys, uh, watch your guys play, and um, see what you guys bring. I mean, I've seen clips online, on Facebook and everything, and if... I, I can't wait to see it live. That's all I can say. I can't fucking wait. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. It really and, will be. You know, honestly, we appreciate the support. We we appreciate all the support. You know, everybody who supports us that you know that means the world to us for sure. Well, you definitely have my support, brother. Appreciate that, man. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. Well, Blue Ridge Runners, forty-five fucking episodes of nothing but Blue Ridge has come to a close um the last band is here right now i hope you guys enjoy your weekend um enjoy again the togetherness make sure we're honoring our brothers and sisters this weekend and tomorrow especially on saturday um let's forget our differences let's forget or let's not even forget no let's embrace our differences let's embrace each other and let's just do exactly what I said earlier. Gather under one roof for one purpose to listen to great fucking music. And do not forget to see War tomorrow 
205 on the liquid death stage. Um, and make sure you're drinking plenty of liquid death um, water while throughout you're there. Throughout the day, yeah. Stay hydrated. In between beers, have a liquid death, you know? Exactly. Drink It'll a beer, drink a water. Drink a beer, drink a water. Especially since water's fucking free all weekend long, like no other festival is doing. Talk about talk about looking out for the people, man. Yes, that was another thing, man. I cannot believe they did that. And so, yeah. you know, so drink your water, drink a beer, and then drink a water, drink a water. Yeah, it, that's that's the way you need to be doing it, because uh, you don't want to be hungover every fucking day. It's gonna no, no, nope, not gonna be a good plan. So, um, but I mean, but if you do want to do that, I mean, I get it. You know, you haven't absolutely. you haven't had the opportunity to like be sunburned and hungover for two years now so you know more power to you but i recommend definitely having a yeah. between it It'll hopefully be- by saturday you got the the routine down and you're good to go by the time we play and then you can get absolutely wasted exactly water and then also at the uh, monster energy stage all weekend they're giving away free monster so you know there's free <laughs> there's free shit galore water and free water and free monster you can't go wrong with that just wait. We're going to get there and be like, free beer for every man. It's going to be a good <laughs> You know what? Sources of life. You know what the sad thing about it is? My fucking godforsaken liquor laws in this fucking state will prevent that from happening ever. Well, at least you, got, you guys have legalized marijuana up there. So. Yes, we have. We're still behind down here in North Carolina on that regard. So Yeah, yeah the thing about it is we may have legalized it. But we can't legally sell it for like two more years. <laughs> Just wait, though. I mean, so I'm from I'm from LA originally, and so I I moved to Raleigh right when weed was legalized over there, and I, I went back to go to some of the dis- like to check out the dispensaries and stuff, and uh, it's like a, it's like walking into a jewelry store. You walk in, hey, how can we help you today? What are you trying to achieve with? Uh, you know, what kind of strain are you looking for? What what kind of feeling are you trying to achieve? Well, let me just take you over here. And there's like lights in the like glass display cases. And it's like, it's, I'm telling you, it's like, I've so it's, Virginia, be excited, man. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be stone heading up there. Yeah. I mean, right now we still have to purchase it illegally, but if we don't get caught purchasing illegally, then we're, we're, good. In the, we're good. Yeah. Um, cause you're allowed to possess it and you're allowed to grow it. Um, but again, you cannot purchase any of the things that are required to do that legally yet um so if you like if we jump over to dc where you can buy it legally and then cross the border not only breaking a federal law you know everything else but once you get across the border you're fine and there's nothing you can do <laughs> now it's all and now it's all on your on the podcast so you know the government- I, i'm not i am <laughs> hold on disclaimer i am not condoning the things that i am saying i'm not saying that i've done these things i'm just simply saying i I know what people are doing and i'm just calling them out (laughs) niching on people here (laughs) i'm not calling people out by name and i'm sure the the government knows exactly what's going on they're jumping the fucking border going to any one of these shops in fucking dc which is legal to buy there and then just coming back across the border and be like hey i'm here just passing through man just passing through um, but yeah, that is definitely a good thing. Um, yeah, I'm a big advocate for marijuana. Um, you know, not just because it's like, it, it's no worse than alcohol, but I, I think it has a lot of medicinal effects that I think, you know, is definitely good for this, for people. So I'm a big advocate for it. I mean, that's a whole rabbit hole we can go down. We, we'll be on here for two more hours if you want to start. Oh yeah. That, that is a huge yeah. rabbit hole. Um, they talk about federally, like 
you know, if I if I take a drug test, the federal laws are different from the state laws. So, you know, I'm pretty much out on it until the whole thing gets yeah fixed. Where so. are you? Or at least until I can just join the band full time equipment job. So. <laughs> yeah. Until we until uh, we start until we sell out and uh, put out that pop album, the long awaited pop yes, album. The war pop album. You guys are gonna put out a pop album? Aw. I, I can't wait. I'm excited. You never know, man. You never know. Hey, hey, you know, again, as long as you stay true to yourself, you know, it's all good. The one thing I gotta say about war, man, is just expect the unexpected. You never know what you're gonna get. So Well, I know tomorrow at two oh five on the Liquid Death stage. We're going to get our faces ripped off because you guys are going to fucking bring the fucking pain. Yes. You guys are going to Brock Lesnar the situation. Here comes the fucking yeah. pain. You're going to F5 the whole entire crowd. <laughs> the whole fucking crowd. And just, yeah. And then Seth Rollins it and burn it down. <laughs> Your face into the ground. Damn re- and like the sad thing is because I hang around Phil. Phil is a big wrestling nerd. I start I'm starting to like know who these people are and like these references, you know. I've never watched wrestling in my life. So uh, working. <laughs> so, you know, I'm starting to like RKO people now, you know, it's fucking just you know. But the RKO is a cultural phenomenon. That, oh, yeah. uh, that was that was YouTube it's sensation it's for such a long time. Living under a rock, right? But <laughs> Don't worry, I'll have some special shirts planned for Blue Ridge. So, yeah. Oh. Is 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 Fozzie still playing there? Yeah. At Blue. Yeah. So we we made a joke a couple of years ago that like because Phil's such a big wrestling fan, we're gonna be going up on stage. We're like, where the fuck's the ba- oh? He's hanging out with Chris Jericho over. And- <laughs> <laughs> um, I had. You know, Phil, I had actually planned, uh, I just hadn't made it over there yet, so I'm not going to now. But I had actually planned on going over to Hot Topic and buying a uh, MJF shirt and wearing it um, on in, in trying to interview Chris Jericho. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been, been fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. I'm do sure. You, it, it, do, you it, he, do you think he, like, goes out of character when he's, like, playing with Fozzie or do you think he stays true to like the he has a podcast and he like he does he advertises so he's kind of just like in character it's part of his character almost I, I, but at the same time I think he lives the gimmick yeah. I think Chris Jericho is fucking Chris Jericho I mean I, I've met him once before and he was very just Chris Jericho-y but just more a little bit more humble about it as well but I think he's just himself dialed to an 11. Um, and I've seen Fozzie perform before. I mean, that is the character Chris Jericho to a T. Um, like, for instance, he had his guitar player play his intro music the other day. So it's like it's like fully like integrated. Yeah, it's really complex. I mean, his intro music is his own song. Yep. Which, so that could be you, Ben. You could be out there in front of a wrestling crowd. Yeah, which, by the way, real quick, I don't know if you saw this, but I did. I think it was, I think it was last week or maybe the week before, um, on AEW, when he was f- fighting um, MJF, and uh, he MJF forbid him from using yeah. uh, uh, Judas, and all fifteen thousand people inside of that fucking arena in Chicago singing Judas at the top of their fucking lungs louder than the actual system, you know, could play that song 
was probably one of the most coolest musical slash wrestling moments I've ever seen in my life. I, I mean, that's been a gimmick for a while where Judas is playing and everyone sings along with it. But that right there, singing an a cappella like that, was just absolutely fucking beautiful. And that's, again, goes back to what we were saying before. Music unifies people. You know, take the wrestling out. That whole fucking thing was just absolutely beautiful to where they sang him in because he was forbidden from using his entrance music. That's fucking cool shit, man. They don't even probably know what the lyrics mean or anything, but it's just unifying, like you're it saying. It is. It's unifying. Um, I cannot wait for that. Man, I cannot wait. <laughs> this, this fucking weekend's going to be so fucking good. God. I'm just um, happy that we're spending to talk about wrestling for like 15 minutes. <laughs> you know what, man? It's all about the unity and the family and the brotherhood, you know? Exactly. So I'm here for it. Phil, so we can talk some wrestling this weekend, buddy. We, uh, we, yeah, we definitely uh, we talked about like kind of when we, when we hit the road. We're hitting the road with Battle Cross in, in October. Um, and we talked about basically how we're gonna how we're gonna run the TV on the bus, and basically everybody's gonna get their own night. So I'm gonna have to get used to watching wrestling at least one of the five nights. <laughs> but you know the sad thing about it is it's on five nights a week. It's five nights a week, so like that. That's why Phil was like, "Yeah, dude." He's like, "Yeah, you're gonna be watching a lot of wrestling." I was like, "All right, well, we gotta figure out some kind of system." <laughs> five <laughs> nights a week. It's five so good. Yeah. Yeah. You've met your match, Philip. You've met your match. So. And Philip, we're, we're missing NXT right now too. I know. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's a good thing DVRs exist. I'm about to go DVR. That. <laughs> I'm gonna rewind that shit. No, like I, I think I'd be, I'd be murdered right now if I forced my girlfriend to watch it every night. So I DVR you know, it to work during the day. <laughs> we also have we also have these War Mania shirts. They're like. Um, they're Hulk Hogan themed war shirts, so they're like the the yellow with the red on it. So we'll we'll make sure we get you one of those. I was just gonna say I want one of those really bad. <laughs> I think you'll dig that. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely hook you up with that. So awesome! I love that. Right. I will yeah. be all over that one. Um, yeah, that's cool shit, man. I could talk to you guys for another fucking three hours, but I know you guys got to get ready to get going soon and you guys might have more rehearsals to do and everything else like that. So, um, again, I, I could not have closed out this series of, you know, of rising stars, um, bands without, a, with a better band. So thank you very much for guys for coming on. Hey, I appreciate you having us, man. It's been a, been a blast for real. Yeah. yeah. For having us. Can't wait to meet you. Dude, a hundred percent. Um, we will definitely hook up later today. Later today. <laughs> God damn it. Um, technology, man, what you can do these days. Exactly. Again, guys, 45 episodes of Rising's Talents have come to a close. I still got plenty of content coming out of this weekend that I'm going to be forcing your way. Um, interviews with some really great bands. Um, probably another interview with War and another interview with Dying Oath and a whole bunch of other stuff, but some major bands are going to be coming out too, and um, I'm going to have some post some fan interactions, the whole nine yards, so still plenty more Blue Ridge content coming out over the next two weeks, um, and then we'll see what happens toward the end of September and end of October, how, how things progress from here, but 
you guys have been astonishingly awesome throughout this whole process. My numbers have never been higher, so thank you very much. Um, you know, to, again, today really is Tuesday, and Dying Oath hit 10,000 downloads by noon today, and I was just blown away, so thank you so much. Um, and make sure we do the same thing for War. They deserve 10,000 downloads, too. Um, and, and hit that 50 mark every 30 days, please. Hit, make sure you tell your friends. <laughs> I like my 50,000 downloads. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, again, thank you guys so much. You know, thank you guys. I, you know, everything. Um, look forward to partying with everybody. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Absolutely. All right, guys. We will see you this weekend. Let's have some fucking fun. And remember, remember, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay fucking heavy. We'll see you guys this weekend. Peace.